Good evening and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. Hello, good evening and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by AMS Media Limited. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon. Apologies that this preview show is coming out a little bit later than normal. We normally try and do them in the morning, um, but due to some internet issues and some work commitments, I wasn't able to do that. But there's a plus side to me not having done it in the morning because I'm delighted to be joined by a very, very special guest. He's not just a colleague of mine at the same old Arsenal, but he's also a friend. Um, I really respect his opinions and I love the way he pronounces the names of foreign players. It's none other than the brilliant <laughs> Lee Judges. Welcome to the show, mate. How you doing? Uh, that's all right, Harry. I'm just glad you've got the name Harry. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's it. Delighted to be on. Delighted to be on. Good. And it's been a while. And I, I yeah, you know, yeah, we were saying that the other day. It's been a long while since I've been on, like, you know, so pleasure, yeah, absolute pleasure. Yeah, delighted to have you, Lee. Um, let's look ahead to the game coming up Wednesday night. Arsenal take on Norwich City. We're playing back at the Emirates for the first time since the restart. Uh, Mikel Arteta's been talking to the press today. Uh, he's been talking about Cedric Suarez. He's been talking about the fact that he is available for selection following a facial injury. Torreira's back in training, but he's being assessed. Ozil's being assessed. Lewis is being assessed. Um, so lots of possibilities in regards to the team selection. Um, First of all, Lee, I just wanted to get your, your thoughts on, on a few comments that Mikel Arteta made today and in particularly around uh, Cedric Suarez because he talks about him in really, really high regard. And um, he says he's a different quality in the fullback area than what we have. He's a gifted technical player and he's probably the best we have in the final third to make the decision and attack the box. He can play in a four or five. He's a really good player with experience in the Premier League that can help us. Now, having heard that, are you less surprised now that Arsenal gave him a four-year contract? No, not really. I'm, you know, I think that what people and the Arsenal fans have been a little bit miffed about was that obviously they signed him on loan and then, you know, he was injured. I think, like, you know, I think it's a good signing for the long term. I think that, um, you know, he's an experienced Premier League player. And I think that's something that Arsenal have not had over the last few, few signings. I think that we need to bring in some Premier League experienced players. And, um, you know, other teams have done it, like Liverpool and whatever, and look at the success they've had from it. So I think that we need to go down this route. And what, I'm, what I think is we've, we've, well, without being too disrespectful to the other players, we're a little bit weak in that area. I think it's one of our weakest parts of our game, you know, and uh, we need strengthening, need it, need it toughening up. So I think it'd be a good one. Whether he'll come in in this game is going to be a little bit harsh on Maitland-Null. So... Maybe his performance on um, on uh, Sunday it was down to Cedric, so the signing of Cedric, because he knows if he doesn't perform that he's not going to get his game time is going to be even more limited. If you know what I mean, so I think it's a it's a good move. It's good for the squad. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him play. It's going to be a difficult one whether he will play. I think if he's going to if Arteta rates him as much as he does, Harry, then I think he will start in this game. That's my opinion, and I think then you know get him in as soon as you can, and particularly on a on a home game. We don't want to really be taking him and throwing him in at the deep end, Wolves away, which, you know, uh, is going to be a, a tough game. So, uh, ease him in for this game and or maybe bring him on. I don't know. But I, I, I think that if you, 
if you see him as the future, see him as one for next season who's going to be playing regular, then I, I would play him tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't really have an issue with Arsenal signing Cedric. I think you're absolutely right when you say that it was a, it's a position that we're a little bit weak in. It's a position we could do with uh, reinforcing it. I was surprised, though, by the length of the contract. I mean, to give someone mm. a four-year deal when they've not even played a game of football yet for your club and taking into account that, you know, he's going to be 29, it, it just seemed a little bit over the top for me um, in terms of the length of the deal. Yeah, I think that's probably... One of the one of the reasons, but then you know we've we've all complained, haven't we? Like you know, if we we sign these players on shorter term contracts, and then they are a success, and then like oh, we need to sign them again for a, for another couple of years, and the negotiations break down, we lose them. So listen, we've got him for nothing. So I think they've probably looked at that and thought, well, you know, we're, okay, we'll give him the extra year instead of paying a transfer fee. So I, I don't think it's bad business all around, area, You know, and when when people say, oh, we've not seen him play for the Arsenal. Well, you know, the scouts and whoever have seen him play for Southampton in the Premier League and, and a bit obviously impressed with him. And I think like Mikel Arteta has obviously come up to him when he was coaching at Man City. So I, I feel that it's a no it's a no lose situation for us, if I'll be honest. We, you know, if if it doesn't work out, then we can sell him and and, and and earn some money out of it or not lose any money out of it. So I think it's a, it's a good deal all round. And I'm just, what would have been a bad deal was if we'd have got the, done him on loan and then he never played and then we didn't sign him. That would have been the worst case scenario. So I, I, I think it's it's a good one. I'm looking forward to seeing him play. And um, it's one, as I say, like, I'm, I, I think that we needed someone in that area. And, you know, there's always a chance that this is going to be a, a, a masterstroke by the... Uh, the recruitment side of which is getting much um, much maligned stick at this moment in time. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I think signing Cedric was the right move. I just I'm a little bit concerned about the length of the contract. But like you said, given that there's no transfer fee, given that Mikel Arteta clearly thinks a lot of this player from from what mm. he said, um, then you know I guess to him it, it made perfect sense. You made a you made a reference to the fact that you'd rather see him start at home as well. Um, and I'm interested to get your thoughts on the difference between post-COVID football and pre-COVID football. Yeah. And of course, you know, the home advantage for me still exists, but it's a lot less significant, I would say. Would you agree with that? Are you expecting Arsenal to be better now that we're finally playing at the Emirates on, on Wednesday night? Yeah, I think that you would because it's not just playing at home. It's the travelling and everything that goes with it. You know, um, you've got... It's, you. What's what probably more in home in your own environment, I suppose. I think that that's the key. I think that when when you when you say I would like rather play, I mean, I, I totally forgot about the, the no fan situation. Which so I think that it will. I don't, you know, I think that listen, I think that I think we're both honest enough to know that probably like with no away fans helped us at Sheffield United that that performance. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do believe that. I think if it was the last minute of the game, they've got a corner and you've got all the fans um, going at you, maybe we would have been a little bit more tense and tight uh, at the corner, you know, and, and maybe made a mistake where, you know, um, without the fans, it probably a little bit less pressure. I don't really know how it's going to affect us at home. I think that, you know, listen, we know what the Emirates is. I, I, I think maybe it might be a bit of a disadvantage for us because... It's such a bigger, bigger stadium, and and the bigger the stadium, the emptier it is. The more, more I think it will highlight it a little bit more, if you know what I mean, in a silly way. Because the, the Emirates, if you've ever been there, 
uh, and been in it when it is empty. It's a, it's a quite an eerie place, you know. So and um, so it, it's going to be an interesting game for us. You know, um, as you say, home advantage is, I think, diminished slightly. You know, I don't think all all the way. And um, I, I, Harry, I'll, I'll be honest. I think that if you being an Arsenal fan, you would expect to beat Norwich home and away. You know, um, if I'll be honest, whether there's fans or not, we got a draw against them last time when Aubameyang was it uh, got sent off, didn't he? And we was we, we we took a point there. You know, they're not they're no mugs, Norwich. I, I'm I've been impressed with them. You know, they 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 give us a game of football tomorrow. You know. And it comes down to the old cliche: if uh, if Arsenal defend well, then they'll win the game. It's as simple as that. But um, <laughs> that's you know, like saying about being boring, it's, it's it's the way it is at the moment with Arsenal. But um, you know, it'd be, I, I am interested in this game. So I don't know how you feel about this because this is the sort of first game that you'd hundred percent be going to. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I was going to Sheffield United. I had a ticket for Sheffield United. The Man City game, I wasn't um, going to go to that game because it was in midweek. And you remember if they, you remember they um, put that on very, very quickly. Yeah. yeah so um, I wasn't uh, being able to get time off work to go to that game. So this is the first game for me that um, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a bit. You know, I'm going to miss the game because it's at home. So it'd be a funny feeling all around. Whether that affect the players or not, I don't know. It's, it's, I suppose we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a strange one. And, and like you said, I, I haven't got used to watching home games on TV. <laughs> I, I find that so weird. I think, when was it? I missed one home game a couple of years ago when I had an operation on my knee. Um, and I was literally on crutches for about three, four weeks. And luckily, I only felt that there was one home game Um during that period of time. But just watching it on TV was so strange. I, I couldn't get used to it. So this is going to take some getting used to, like you said. Um, I think Norwich, you know, they're going to come there. They're going to stick to their principles. Norwich have done. And some yeah. people have criticised Norwich, actually, for the fact that they haven't tried to change the way they play a little bit. And maybe if they did, they might be a little bit closer to safety. But, you know, you've got to give them praise for that. You've got to admire Daniel Farker's way and the fact that he's very adamant on playing football the way he thinks it should be played and he's stuck with that. I think with no crowd at the Emirates, I think you can look at it at two, in two different ways. I think on the one hand, yes, it's a little bit eerie and it's a little bit strange. But on the other hand, we we as a crowd, I think, are guilty sometimes of getting on our team's backs a little bit. Um, and, and you're going to see, I think, some of those players feel like a weight maybe has come off of their shoulders, not having that crowd there particularly when they're doing things like playing out from the back, like they're being asked to um, and stuff. So that could be interesting as well to see how that impacts on some of the, you know, we know who they are. There's a few players in the Arsenal squad that seem to be targets a little bit. So we know, um, you know, who they are and hopefully that this will help them, I guess. Um, Lee, Mikel Arteta has changed the formation in the last couple of games. We've seen a, a back three. We didn't expect it at Southampton. And then we saw Tierney sort of almost slot in alongside uh, Rob Holding and Saka went into that left-sided position. We saw the back three again at Sheffield United. Are you expecting him to stick with that, given that we're playing Norwich? Or do you think it's a home game and he might go a little bit more open and, and maybe change the structure of the team? Uh, this is what I like about, about Mikel Arteta. And this is what I like about... 
um, Arsenal at the moment because if it was under Arsenal, then you knew exactly what was going to happen. And that, that, this uh, so this moment in time, we don't know what's going to happen. So what's more important, the opposition don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, um, I always felt under Arsene Wenger that teams would say, right, we know exactly how they're going to play so we can do a week's training of how to stop Arsenal play. They're not going to know exactly what we're going to do. They're going to, you know, and if you're looking at the scouts, you're thinking, are they going to play a back three or are they going to play a back four? And that is a great, I think a great weapon to have. And our, uh, Arsenal have got that in their armoury now. I, I think that he'll probably go with a four. If I'll be honest, I'm looking at it, I think we're at home. He'll probably go with a four with the, with the uh, full-backs bombing on. So really, basically, it would be a two. So I think that that's what he'll probably do. Um, and But it'd be very interesting to see who he does. I think maybe um, the injury to David Luiz and how serious that is will be a big bearing on that because... I honestly think that on the game against Sheffield United, when he was in the back three, we looked very, very comfortable. When he come off, we we looked uh, all over the place. So to, to say, yeah, we can play a back three, I think that with David Luiz is fit, I think it's a no-brainer. But with him not being fit, then maybe that you know uh, we'll we go to a four. And I think that probably probably that's what we do anyway because we're at home and, and I expect us to to see our two full-backs. I would like to see it be... Either Cedric or Maitland-Niles playing in that role on the right, and and Tierney again playing on the left. But uh, as as we, we've said on, you know, on the same old Arsenal, you know, Kolasinac played very very well the other day in that sort of left side defensive role. So it'd be interesting. It'd be an interesting team selection. But I think that um, I think he he'll go more positive in this one, and I think that's the right decision to do. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think going back to that point about the back three and with David Lewis in it, I think what David Lewis, when you play with a back three, you, you have a lot of possession in and around that area of the pitch, don't you? And it becomes diff more difficult to progress the ball into the midfield because you've got one less body in there, essentially. And David Lewis, by being in part of a back three, he has that ability to progress the ball out of the defence that maybe our other centre-backs don't. Yeah. And even if... Um, you know, in a in a back two, that's less of a problem. But in a back three, where they're going to have a lot of possession, you need that player who can progress it. And then by having the two next to him, it gives him that license to step out of the defence a little bit more as well. So I think it definitely is a system that suits him as an individual. You know, if you look at the Antonio Conte side that won the league, ran away with the league, David Lewis was brilliant that season and he was playing as part of a three. I think everyone uh, probably agrees that, that that's better suited to David Lewis. Whether he can play in a two or not is still up for debate, I guess. Um, and, you know, that's another issue. But I think if I were Mikel Arteta, I agree with you. I would go um, and try and be a little bit more expansive, maybe add that extra body into the midfield and hope that we can control the possession a little bit more and, and I guess, squeeze Norwich into their own half and keep them under constant pressure. Um, Eddie Nketiah, what have you made of his performances lately? And given what you've seen so far, are you expecting him... Uh, to continue uh, playing a part in the side this week. Uh, well, I was going to say this weekend, but it's tomorrow. I think you're starting tomorrow. I think because I think um, you know it seems we're uh, at home. I think that with with Eddie, I think that he's been given a bit of a raw deal when people keep saying, "Oh, he can't get into the Leeds side, but he can get into the Arsenal team." Different different system and different way we're playing. But I, I quite like the the fact at the moment in the in the games that he's played whether he started or not, he contributes. You know, I think he came on uh, the other day and, and contributed really, really well. And if he if he starts the game like he did at Southampton, he, he tires the defence out, Harry. You know, works it works him 
really, really well. He worked them so hard the other day. He, he, he got his reward with a goal. It's not necessarily going to happen every time. But what he's doing is, you know, if you're a central defender, you, you, you're not having a rest for, for a minute. And then with 10, 20 minutes to go, you've got someone, a fresh Lacazette or a Bamiang or whoever you're going to decide to play up front coming on. It's, it's, it's a lovely little weapon to have. I think he's done really, really well in the last few games. I, I think he's matured as the season's gone on, um, you know, and yeah, maybe his confidence was a little bit knocked from the Leeds um, uh, loan spell and it took him a little while to come in. But he's, he's nicked a few goals for us, you know. So, yes. And the thing is, at the moment, Harry, when when we're not nicking goals from midfield, you, your forwards have got to... Have got to contribute, probably putting a little bit more pressure on. So he knows that he needs to go out there and work really hard and score as well. So there's a lot, a little bit of pressure being put on him uh, because of our deficiencies in other areas. So I think he's done really well. And um, at times I thought, well, no, let's play like my, my, you know, I think my argument has always been that I would have liked to see the Bamian go up top and then bring in Martinelli, but that op uh, option is now not there. So. From, from, say, like a fan's point of view, you've got not the pressure of saying, oh, well, I want a Bamiang in the middle to get Martinelli in the side. It's not there now. So that maybe that has just eased a little bit of pressure off him a, a little bit. And, and he's, he's performed, because I think that his performances have been really good since we've known Martinelli is not going to be in the in the side. Or on, even on the bench, you know that he's on the bench. You think, oh, he's going to bring him on. I think, yeah. you know, so I think it's, a, a, you know, a good little thing now. And for, for, for us going forward, I think, these next eight games, as long as he's involved, either starting or or, or or coming on, I think it's a big thing for next season as well. Yeah, agreed. And and you, you made reference to the, the lead spell one. That could have easily killed a, a young player's confidence, you know. And again, I, I said it on same old Arsenal last night when we were talking. It wasn't ever a case of, of Eddie and Ketia not being good enough for Leeds. It's Marcelo Bielsa is so, uh, you know, he knows what he wants. He plays a certain way and he's not going to change that for anyone. And, you know, you've seen Leeds bring in uh, forward John Kevin Augustine from RB Leipzig uh, on loan. And they've got a, a purchase clause on him that they have to buy him for £18 million if Leeds get promoted. Yet he's only made three appearances in the championship. Mm. Um, he's played. He's not even played 90 minutes for them. And that's because Bielsa doesn't think his fitness is up to scratch. So that shows you that Bielsa doesn't care where you come from, who you are. If you don't fit his system, you're not going to get in the side. And Eddie and Ketia should take encouragement from that. And he should look back at that and be able to put... I guess he would have learned a lot of leads training in and amongst the first team and a different method. And Bielsa's a great coach and I'm sure he would have picked up things from there. But he's got to use that spell as something that he grows from rather than he he takes sort of a knock from it. And I think he's done that. And he's done that really, really well. And of course, it helps, doesn't it, having a manager like Mikel Arteta who clearly has faith in him, clearly um, wants him to do well and wants him to succeed and isn't afraid to throw him in when everybody else is saying, hold on a minute, we got a, a £40 million striker in Lacazette on the bench. But that doesn't phase Mikel Arteta. So it's great to see um, Eddie given a chance. Lee, what would your lineup be, um, assuming that the players we've spoken about are, are fit and available? Um, how would you line up for this one? And uh, yeah, what's your starting lineup, basically? Uh, well, I think it's you know if if everybody's fit and available, I think that um, obviously Martin, Martinez has done very very well in goal. So I, I, even if Leno was was fit at this moment in time, it would be very hard to leave him out. You know, setting the wrong president. If you're playing really well, uh, you deserve this game. He's kept us in game, so I think he's done really well. So I don't think there's any argument about him playing anyway. 
I, I would go with Cedric tomorrow, as I said, because I think that, you know, we're going to need to see games. Even though Maitland-Niles done really well, I think that we've got another game coming up Saturday where we can rotate that as well. So that wouldn't be a problem with me. I, I think David Louise, you know, knee injury, maybe just this game would be a little bit too, too soon for him. So unfortunately, let Mustafi gets another little run out and um, and I, I would play Rob Holding in there. I think that, um, you know, listen, he didn't play particularly well when he came come on the other day, but then you could say that about David Louise when he was sub. It's not easy being a substitute coming on. So give him the benefit and, and keep him in there. The left back one is a difficult one for me because I think I'm always worried about Tierney as far as fitness is concerned and don't want to lose him to the end of the season. So, but I think that um, his performance was was so good on, um, on on Sunday that I think that I'd have to start him there, like you know. So that would be my back four. The midfield would be very very interesting to see what it, I think. Me and you would agree. Uh, I know sometimes. Uh, <laughs> about Granite Shacker. But I think, you know, you, you've called it on many occasions. You know, he's not as bad as what everybody says he is. Yes, he's there to make, he can make a mistake or two. But it's no coincidence, Harry, that, our, you know, I, I think under Mikel Arteta, somebody told me this yesterday, under Mikel Arteta and when he start, when he's played games, we, we've we we've not lost. And I know that he started the game against Man City, but when he actually came off, we were still drawing that game. So, you know, that, that that's a, uh, an unbelievable stat. So some, something's clicking there. I think that he'd do really well. Be interesting to see if Torreira's fit for this one, maybe to come alongside him, give him a little bit of a run out. But I, I would go Shaka. I think Sabias has got to come back into it there. And I, I, I feel that he deserves to have another crack. It, it, for me, is, uh, is Joe Willock. I think he deserves another. I thought he was... Say that again. Produce a good performance on on Sunday and deserves to stay in. I, I don't think Michael Arteta will bring back Windowsy. I'm I'm maybe on the bench, but I don't think that. And I think Mesut Ozil may be uh, a place on the bench as well for him. But so that's that would be my three. And the front three, I think Abamyang will come back in, and I yeah. think it'll be Eddie. And uh, I I I think Pepe, I think he's shown shines of some real quality now. And I, I think that um, that would be the interesting thing for me because I felt that Maitland-Niles supplied Pepe really well on um, Sunday and that was his best performance. So so whoever does play that right-back role has got a responsibility not only to defend but to give the ball to, to Pepe as well because, you know, he does things different to everybody else in, in the team and he takes players on, he can beat the press and things like that. So I think that'd be my team. I think it's good enough to beat Norwich. Um and hopefully um, we will do. Yeah, I agree with most of that selection. I think going to just touching on the um, the, the Maitland-Niles and Pepe point, I think Pepe was was afforded a lot more freedom, wasn't he, to drive infield. And if you see, um, you know, where he got that shot off, where Tierney cut the ball back, it was him making that run from the right flank inside. Uh, he had another effort, didn't he, where he linked up with Lacazette, edge of the box, he fired it low and the keeper made a good save. Um, but again, it was that run drifting inside. And I think when Arsenal play with wing-backs and the wing-back can get forward and 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 occupy that wide space, it then allows Pepe, doesn't it, mm -hmm. to then drift inside. The problem has been that when Mikel Arteta has played Hector Bellerin in a back four, he always seems to play in this inverted role, doesn't he? Sort of inside. And that's something that Mikel Arteta has brought to the table, I think, to try and make us a little bit more defensively sound. But on the other hand, it's 
it's limited Pepe in the service that he gets. So we saw, didn't we, that the, the wing-backs give Pepe that extra bit of licence yeah. as well to, to, to drift. And he, he, he looked really, really good. And I was really impressed with his performance on Sunday. Just quickly running through my team. Um, yeah, I go with Martinez in goal. Um, if he's going to go with a back four, um, which I, I think you're probably right. And again, look, we don't know for sure. And it's so difficult to make these predictions, not only because there's so much rotation going on, but because there is the games are so close together that we don't yeah. know how the players have recovered behind the scenes. We don't know who's 100%, who's 80%, who's 70%. And that, of course, will have bearing on, on what Mikel Arteta does. So it'll be interesting, but I'm going to go... Um, I think he might bring Bellerin back into the side. Oh. Um, mm. I don't... I, I, I don't know if Cedric will be ready to start, and and that's why um, I think that Maitland Niles he probably Mikel Arteta probably looks at him as more of a wing back. So if he's going with a four, I think he's going to go with Bellerin. I think it will be uh, Mustafi and Holding, like you said. If David Lewis is carrying a not, what's the point? Um, you know, and then at left back, I think like you said, Kieran Tierney has to continue. He was brilliant. Um, middle of the park, I think it will be uh, Granite Shaka. Um, I think that Joe Willock will get a nod. And I think that maybe he'll ask Bukayo Saka to play in that number 10 role. Um, you know, but again, he's played a lot of football, hasn't he, since the restart Saka? Yeah, that's so, why I feel I, I didn't put him in there because because yeah. of that reason. But um, it, 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 if he, it does seem like that he's, he's giving him the game time. And if he does, then I think Saka will have to play in that role, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think maybe, and, you know, I know he's earned it because he has performed well. But I think this could be part of of Arsenal's grand plan to to give to, to give Saka that confidence and and show him that that he is part of the plans to help this contracting along. You know, we know that we're confident that it's going to get over the line. We've been hearing that for a while now, and I don't doubt that Arsenal are going to get it done. But giving him the playing time is probably something that if he did go to another top club, i.e., your Manchester Cities, your Liverpool's, your Man United's, your Chelsea's. Can they guarantee him the kind of game time that Mikel Arteta is giving him? Probably not. And that's probably a big factor yeah. uh, for someone like himself breaking through. So I, I think he'll, I'm going to put him in my my 11. Uh, Bamiang on the left, Pepe on the right. And uh, yeah, Nketiah through the middle. I think you're spot on with that. Um, that's what I expect to see. Um, Lee, let's have a prediction before we wrap it up. Um, how do you see this one going? Let's uh, stick our necks out on the line. And uh, I'm going to stick my neck out and say a positive two 0 today. I, I feel that uh, confidence would be high from from um, Sunday's win. That was a great win on Sunday, regardless of no fans or whatever. Like you know, I'm very disappointed with the media the way they've gone on about saying, you know, criticising Sheffield United. Actually, even saying that if there was a crowd there, they would have won the game. You know what I mean? Which I think is a bit disrespectful when there's no fans in any of their games. So um, I didn't say that against Brighton, did they, when we lost at Brighton? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So I, I feel that they've been a little bit disrespectful there. I think it was a good, good, solid win. Give us the confidence we need. I think that, you know, listen, we're just saying there about those three up top. If, if they all perform, you know, they're a match for anybody. And I think that Norwich will come and give it a go, you know, and, and that, let's not be... Uh, disrespectful for them. They, they, they went to Spurs before the lockdown and got a result in the cup there and they give Man yeah. United a run for their money. So they're not going to be no mugs, but I just think that a little bit of home advantage where I feel the travelling and everything else is going to come into play. I just think that uh, Arsenal will, will just have a, a bit too much for them and um, I, I'm I, I'm confident that a 2-0 win will be uh, 
something around about that, like you know. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, yeah. Fingers I'm crossed. Gonna, I'm going to go with a three 0 win. Um, oh, even better. Even yeah, better. hopefully. Fingers crossed. Let's uh, let's hope that Arsenal can do that and uh, get us over the line. Right. Um, big thanks to everybody who's tuned in, watching us live at the moment. Um, we're going to leave it there because I am scared that my internet is going to cut off because <laughs> I'm using the 4G hotspot from my phone because Virgin Media are a bloody joke and I don't care if they see this. Um, you know, they've I've been on the phone to them for two days to try and get it sorted and uh, still no luck. So, uh it's not helping me. It's making my work days take double the time at the moment, which is an absolute pain in the ass. So, yeah. So thank you to all of you for tuning in. I'm not going to go through the comments just purely for that reason, because it's probably going to cut off and then we'll lose the whole thing. Leave your predictions uh, in the comments section below. Uh, my thanks to Lee Judges. Lee, thank you, mate. It's been an absolute no, pleasure. It's pleasure eh? Thanks for having us on. Really enjoyed it. Like, yep, lovely. Great stuff. And don't forget, you can become a patron by heading over to patreon.com forward slash the Chronicles of Aguna. You will receive a free gift after three months of membership and you'll receive access to exclusive content with some player ratings coming immediately after the full time whistle uh, from the Norwich game. And it won't just be me doing those going forward. We'll be getting different people on there as well, which will be great. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, we'll speak to you soon, hopefully. Uh, when we come back on uh, Thursday morning, we're talking about three points for the Arsenal. So until then, take care.